We're live from the 260. It's all legendary now, baby. I'm Bug Dollar. I'm sitting here with G Money in the Quad Storm, and everything is legendary around here. We at the legendary Rudy with wine, cigars, chocolate, chocolate and so much more. Where is Rudy's? It's down on Breckenridge. It's on Breckenridge, Breckenridge, Breckenridge. Uh, let's jump into it. What are you? What are you smoking tonight? I'm here? I'm smoking on a Saint. A Saint. What is that? Saint Francis. Saint, oh, those are good yeah. ones. Those are brand new cigars. Yeah, they're nice. Those, nice. Yeah. nice. Hey, I'm on an Arturo Fuente special tonight. Gosh, yeah. you guys are awesome. I have an Espinosa with the special at Rudy shop. So I like that. I, like that. Uh, I appreciate uh, everything that's going on. Hey, before we get started, uh, G Money, how do people get a hold of us here at Sticks and Sports? We've got two ways to get a hold of us. Um, you can email us with any questions or topics you want us to discuss it's uh sticks and sports at gmail.com we also have an instagram account um sticks and sports um very very cool episode information's on all those platforms so uh check us out on that and people can hit us with questions and comments they can make fun of us they tell us you know we're, we're goofy you know we're just three goofy guys that met down here at rudy's and Started talking sports and came up with this idea and say, "Hey, let's talk cigars and sports." So and now we're best friends. Now we're best friends. That's right. So one of the things we've kind of talked about, we're on. This is episode eleven. Uh, we've covered high school sports, uh, and one of the things, episode twelve. Yes, this is going to be episode twelve. Sorry. One of the things we talked about is uh, um, what about this whole NIL thing with the NCAA? That is the ability for a student athlete to do name image and likeness endorsements and get some money and make some make some uh, cat get some cash flow going and so you know since we're just three goofy guys here at Rudy's you know uh, talked about it we kind of our background was like we agreed to disagree but then we all came around and said hey you know as long as there's uh, limitations on it things like that and I said hey why don't we get somebody that knows what the hell they're talking about about Nil and so we got uh, the attorneys from the Podlosky Law Firm. We have Nick Podlosky and we have Kevin Podlosky here to talk about NIL. Gentlemen, how are you tonight? Hey, doing great. Thanks for inviting us. We really appreciate the uh, invite. And uh, just in case you're interested, I am smoking in a McAuliffe Grande Bold Sumatra, which is nice. an excellent nice, stick. Nice, nice. Nick, what do you got? What that, you that was Kevin. This is Nick. Um, yeah, I... Uh, oh. Siri, Siri's here with us too. Siri, oh, uh, Siri, Siri's she, a special guest. She's smoking the mixed blend of everything that's going around <laughs> here. But uh, yeah, I'm smoking an Espinosa Habanero. Love Espinosa nice. cigars, great cigars. Well, Jens, yeah. thank you for joining us on this podcast. We really appreciate it. Um, well, let's just get right in it. Why don't you guys tell me a little bit about your background? Tell me a little bit about the law firm, and then let's just jump right into what NIL is and you know its potential. Hey, thanks. So. Um, I'm retired from the Army, 22 years, uh, did uh, prosecution and defense, and then alternated that with being a uh, special operations command judge advocate and staff judge advocate for special operations units. Lots of fun jumping out of airplanes and, well, you know, giving legal advice to people who kill things and kill people and break things. But in any event, so, you know, my background in sports is I, I played uh, Division three college football for several years and went to law school, had a couple of courses in sports law and just followed uh, two of my favorite teams, including the uh, New York Jets, hold your booze till later, and, uh, the New York, and the New York Mets. Everybody in my family are 
Giants and Yankees fans. I'm the only, and it all happened because my uncle took me to a Jets game and took me to a Mets game because he couldn't get tickets for the Giants or (laughs) couldn't get tickets for the Yankees. Anyway, so with that as background, uh, you know, we've had an ongoing and continuing love for sports. You can see Nick here is wearing his, sporting his uh, Mets hat only because of loyalty to the family, not because he really loves the team. Although uh, that might have evolved. I, uh, let the I record... have a Purdue sweatshirt in my car if you want me to get that. No, that's okay. I mean, <laughs> let the record reflect. I am wearing Mets hats. Uh, you know, I am a Mets fan. Yeah, uh, I'm Kevin's son. Um, and, uh, yeah, just kind of grew up living around the world, uh, Caribbean, Germany, Europe, various places, uh, Eastern Seaboard, and, uh, wow. you know, um, went to Notre Dame undergrad, so I'm sorry I have to decline the uh, Purdue uh, sweatshirt. But in any event, Kevin and I started a law firm in 2019, broke off from a larger kind of regional firm uh, to kind of focus on some of the things that we're passionate about, that where our clients are passionate about um, hiring us and that we represent them in, and as well as, um, you know, just to kind of do our own thing. So we've been we do a lot of business law. We do a lot of commercial uh, litigation. Uh, we do just a lot of litigation in general pertaining to real estate uh, and plaintiff's work uh, in addition to uh, personal matters for our business clients. Uh, and one area that we're expanding into it pursuant to the Supreme Court's uh, recent ruling on National College Athletic Association versus Alston's uh, ruling that essentially was, hey, um, you know, that they signal very strongly that um, in that case, essentially that, uh, hey, look, you know, you, you can't be controlling having a monopoly or, a, a, you know, essentially under antitrust laws about getting college kids compensation for. I mean, and even Justice Kavanaugh brought this up, not to get too far in the weeds, but it's like we'll talk about compensation for their actual you know, work, you know, that they put into you know, the game, the preparation for the game, and, and you know, again, the big the big game itself. I, I want to ask you this. How, um, what made you do this initially to get into the names like the images? Uh, also, um, how young are you starting uh, when you start seeing kids with big profiles on Instagram and Facebook or uh, TikTok or whatever? How young are you starting to keep an eye on those type of kids yeah so um you know this really evolved out of our interest in sports as we said but so like um we we uh started thinking about this after the ruling this this past march march of 2021 when austin came out and we said you know there are high school students who could uh capitalize on their name as part of their you know package when they graduate so Seniors, definitely some juniors in high school who are identified as being, you know, star players and, and, and you understand in high school sports and we're not just talking football or basketball. We're talking everything from fencing to swimming to I mean, like girls, volleyball, schools like Shamanad, you know, in California that they're just like, Hey, you know, these source large athletes from, I mean, geez, I at least know Notre Dame, numerous athletes that, I mean, Notre Dame's how many Olympic people have been placed on the fencing team? Sure. A lot of them come from California. I mean, it, there you go. So can they, can they start receiving money? Can they start receiving money as juniors in high school, seniors in high school from the image and lights? Or no? Well, I think, you know, quite frankly, 
this case basically that, that we talked about, we kind of came with this idea of like this is going to be a burgeoning area for law about setting forth regulations. Essentially, what it, what NCAA or NCAA uh, holds in that regard is that um, they've made a law that said, look, hey, if you want to if you want to compensate students for name, image, and likeness or NIL as it's known. You know, you can go ahead and do that, but you got to comply with state laws as well as the laws pertaining to or, or rules of conduct, student codes of conduct from those educational institutions and the sports conference where they're located. So to answer right. your question directly about high schools, there's nothing that prohibits a high school student. But any anybody who's under 18 has got to have their their parents involved or their, someone who's of majority age that is 18 or over. And so that, that was our main concern is like. There's there's going to be people, kids who are don't know anything about this. They're going to get taken advantage of. And our job as attorneys is to protect people and, and ensure that their rights are protected. And so, you know, there's people making money big time off of college athletes. And the way to put the they, they put those people in the process, in the pipeline, as they say. And then we push for them to be compensated for their athletic prowess on the field How? Oh, i'm sorry i just want to jump in real quick and say too you know like with respect to to all that i mean you've got like rivals.com right you've got like large organizations that are like posting pictures of these kids and saying getting advertising money off yeah. these kids it's saying hey look he's a four-star recruit he's a five-star recruit so yeah i mean it, it does go back down to the high school level to some extent it's been going on for a long time a long time and those this those those players the i mean that's a business you know oh, the yeah. name is a business i oh, mean yeah. um but it's a brand i i always like say this all the time to clients so like jay-z always says like i'm not a businessman i'm a businessman and oh, like yeah. that's oh, such yeah. a great quote oh, yeah. and oh, it's, yeah. it's in a rap song but like that it that's such a great quote because quite frankly that your name is your yeah. is your business i at say that, that to kids time. all the time like sure. i work with the youth i tell them say your name is a brand that we always tell them that now how do they receive that money? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do they receive that money in reference to like, do they get, say, if, uh, Geico want to give a kid a million dollars? Will he get that million dollars in one big set or he get it in installments? You know, it, it's it's endorsements, really. And so the endorsements are, are a contract and you got, you got parents and you got the child. If they don't have somebody who knows the law, who knows how to guide and shepherd them through that process, they can get taken advantage of. And, and they could sign a contract, like you say, with Geico or, or whomever. And, you know, they could effectively sell away their rights as a 17-year-old with their parents who don't know what the law is without without having someone to, who's a professional to guide them through that. And so that's what we want to do. And we capitalize on our knowledge of the law and, and, and infuse that knowledge to our clients. And so the bottom line is... Do they get, you're asking the question, do they get that money all at once? Uh, you know, it depends on the contract. Okay. They can get so much money up front, they get a bump up front. And then, you know, for so many years that they're with them, they get a stipend every year, depending on what their sales are. I mean, there's so many variables in contracts that, that could affect that. But the bottom line is, like you point out, is they got to preserve the brand, preserve their image, of course, perform in school, perform, especially on the field. But the, the point of the matter is, is that, People are making money off of them when that money should rightfully go to the people who are putting in the sweat. I mean, yeah. that's what it comes down to. I think you guys are going to do well. I, I do. This is something new. I think y'all are going to be fine. 
Yeah, thank you for that. And we hope so. You know, one thing I just want to add too, and I, I kind of did the did the, the lawyerly thing where I give you the <laughs> like the the broad scope and didn't necessarily particularly answer your question. So pointed your your previous question uh, to piggyback off Kevin is simply this: is you know, right now the way this is set up for NIL is it's and what it's sort of been a, a, a back off approach a bit from the NCAA is that your local jurisdictions basically are going to govern what happens. So if we're talking just about Indiana, I mean, it, it, Indiana is a pretty pro-business state, very hands-off. I mean, you've got like large institutions like Notre Dame that has not put out an NIL policy. Oh. You've got institutions like IU, and Kevin can speak to this about what they've done being sort of this spearheading this, this endeavor. You know, there's been a number of different states who have passed laws this past year since the Supreme Court ruling came down. Indiana is not one of them. I don't know if they will be one of them. Again, historically, Indiana, from a legislative perspective, has always been very pro-business, which is sort so of wide off. open for it. It's wide open. So to answer your question, point blank, if you're talking about Indiana, it could be whatever the contract governs and whatever, you know, quite frankly, um, you know, that educational institution states their policies are. Yeah, to, you to talk, let me echo and amplify some of what Nick sure. said. Like, so Indiana University and the Kelly School of Business in particular, uh, they, they've kind of taken the lead for Indiana. Um, essentially, the, what the Supreme Court said was that until Congress passes a law, um, this, is the, this is the lay of the land, okay? Students can capitalize on their 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 nil their name image and likeness but they have to respect the conference they have to respect the institution and they have to respect state law so right now indiana doesn't have a state law but there's 20 states that have and it's all temporary it's all interim until the federal government passes a labor standards um a labor standards law and so like right now indiana doesn't have a labor stand standards uh, law that there are several bills that are pending and Indiana's taking the lead on that. And there's a bunch of things that goes along with that. You can't, a, a student can, can capitalize on their name, image, and likeness, but they can't use the school's copyrighted uh, indicia trademark, intellectual property, you know, image or likeness without coordination with in, in Indiana universities circumstance their patent and intellectual property office right so let's uh we're about halfway through our podcast we'll send some love out there yeah let's send some Thanks. love out we're live from the 260 we're at the legendary rudy's wine cigars chocolate <laughs> beer a man's dream come true <laughs> yeah we are and uh we are having an awesome conversation tonight today with uh Kevin Podlosky and Nick Podlosky, uh, Podlosky Law Firm. Is that the name of it, gents? Yep, uh, I mean, we'll, uh, we'll have the contact information in there for you. But, you know, one of the things we talked about a lot was the whole NIL thing was like our, our non-legal understanding of it was, hey, look, these kids are going to go out and make money. They're just going to go buy gold chains or buy a car. They'll take their friends out to a bar or whatever. Um, but it's good to hear that there's it's not just this Wild West so far, that there's a little bit of regulation. The question I want to ask you guys is, why is it why is NIL coming to the top right now? What's the importance of it, and w where does the future take it, so to speak? Yeah, I think uh, the answer to that, uh, really, again, that 
National Collegiate uh, Athletic Association v. Alston at all, which is we will turn for a bunch of other people, kind of brought up that to say, look, I mean, quite frankly, when the original case uh, that kind of brought this up, which is the uh, border NCAA versus Border Regents of Oklahoma, uh, came up way way back in the day. I mean, this this case is dated way back to 1984. Wow, uh, it was kind of the last time they really touched it, and so. A lot of times, I mean, in the U.S. work off precedential law, which is like, uh, you know, what based upon the law at the time, what was sort of the decision at that time? So you like transit of properties of math, like A equals B, B equals C, C equals D. If that's all equal, then A should equal D. But you know, what you see sometimes is A does not Stop equal D. Out and I'm just saying, I'm just saying. All right, all right. What I'm what I'm trying to say is this: is that basically what the court recognizes? You know, when this law was passed back in the '80s, TV deals didn't happen, streaming didn't, social happen. media wasn't in place, video games didn't exist. We're talking now billions and billions of dollars year to year per like major sports leagues per like you know yeah. you know all that kind of stuff is just changed the dynamics so, so, so i'm going to interrupt nick because this is what we do we argue all the time as attorneys right and that is so <laughs> so so they they looked at the law at the time and they they gave deference they used the deferential standard to ncaa saying well these are scholar athletes and we know you want to promote education but all these things in the in media and technology and social media and social media has expanded. And so they're saying, well, wait a second, that this isn't fair. So a, a group of D1 athletes said, you know what? We're not getting what's mine. You know, they're, they're, they're capitalizing on us. Why can't we capitalize on our own name? Right. And so the NCAA pulled up big hand. They said, talk to the hand. Nope, you're, you're sorry. The, the Supreme Court had ruled in 1984, you can't do this. And they said, why? And they looked at this standard and they said, that's not fair. You can't use this deferential standard. But what you should be using instead is what's called the uh, rule of reason um, analysis. And the rule of reason analysis applies across the board. There's no special exception. And ultimately what the Austin case, the national, the NCAA versus Austin said was, hey, Supreme Court said, hey, I'm sorry, you guys are not different. You're not different. You're capitalizing on these people and you're taking advantage of them. This is a labor issue. And so... These people deserve and an antitrust to use, issue and an antitrust issue yeah. right under the Sherman Act. And they're saying they should be able to benefit from the use of their name, image and likeness. Now, I don't know if you guys remember the O'Bannon brothers, UCLA. They were getting uh, their, their images were on the video game machine. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. he was the first one to come out to say, right. hey, we are losing. Yeah. yeah. But they're EA using our sports. Yeah. Yep. So hey, sports. it just, it's you know, so, it's just, so, so it's, the difference is, and here's, here's the legal difference is they were saying that factually, they were saying factually like DraftKings and, uh, and the other one was the other one, DraftKings, no, DraftKings and FanDuel and FanDuel, FanDuel, FanDuel yeah. they were saying, sports. look, you know, they were challenged, Hey, you, you're using our image likeness, uh, you know, and, and name. And, and they said, well, they're just reporting on facts. Um, the, the, we're, they're just reporting on facts where EA Sports, you're using their name, image, and likeness, and you're taking it to a different level. So the court said, ain't fair. You know what? 
that's just reporting like news. That's a newsworthy event. What you're doing is using them and you're putting it in a different environment and you're capitalizing on it. Some of it's like a, a legal nuance to that extent. And, you know, maybe that's a subject of like a continuing legal education, <laughs> well, you know, uh, type type session. But but yeah, that's the gist of it. So wait a minute. I, I have a question for you. Let's, let's step it up just a little bit. A high school, slash, let's just let's just talk college. A college athlete wants to pursue NIL. Let's just talk about how they do that. What would be their steps? Things like that. Well, it depends on what state they're in. If they're in Indiana, it depends on what school they're in right. and what conference they're in. And, and and those things are important. Same thing for high school. And how special you are out there, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all that. Yeah, I mean, that, that comes kind of into applies. play, right? So if you're, if you're a, you know, they're the, like, they're rating high school students. If you're a five-star fencer, okay? I don't know what they're actually called, but I'm going to say fencer. Uh, if it's anybody's an, out there, fencer, uh, I'll, 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 I'll take correction. <laughs> but the bottom line is it there's depends different levels. There's yeah. different levels. Saber. <laughs> Just somebody put your hand over his mouth while I'm talking. So, <laughs> and, and so, you know, it, it all depends. But let's say you're you're a student in high school bound for Indiana University. Well, Indiana University has put forth a policy. Notre Dame has not. So Notre Dame, under the current regimen of the law, uh, you're going to have less freedoms as a student athlete in at Notre Dame than you will at IU. They're at least Notre for Dame. NIL. I'm sorry for NIL. For NIL, you mean, they're going to say what you what you can and can't I, do, I, so you, you know it's black. You, I, I said. I, I, oh, I think you said Notre Dame. Dame. Yeah. I mean, no, no, I'm, I meant Indiana University. Like, so there's certain things that you can do. Your you can uh, your name, image, and likeness can be used for business promoting. They can be used for conducting camps, signing autographs, making appearances. Uh, giving lessons or having clinics, and you can do that, but you can't use Indiana University's copyright, trademark, or intellectual property unless you coordinate first. In other words, you got to give a vig have a to the university. In other words, get more attorneys involved. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I just want to say that too. I mean, because the NCAA's uh, position on that essentially is like, you know, you're not going to invalidate your NCAA. Standing, standing in doing that, so you can still do you can still do whatever the heck you want. But if you want to play college ball in whatever ball that is, you got to comport to the educational institution's requirements as well as the NCAA requirements and the laws of the region that you're in. So, I mean, again, if it's a guy who's like, "Geez, I got a big deal of Puma, maybe for soccer or something," it's like I don't care about my full ride scholarship. Now I'm getting millions of dollars a year off of like my Johnny, you know, go fast, you know, Adidas striker cleats or something. Okay. But you're going to invalidate your position. To play. Yeah. So, it's, it's interesting. Hold on a second, Kevin. When we started talking about this, we started doing some research and uh, I found a bunch of articles that talked about, uh, you know, we're, we're talking about these big deals, right? Like your big deals, right? We, I found that a lot of like D2, D3 kids in multi-sports, like there's a there's a D3 guy that runs track that's one of the top NIL guys, and he's got all these deals with shoe companies. And uh, But then I found D3 wow. linemen that are from like Upper Wichita State University Community College that have a uh, endorsement deal with Bubba's Pizza, and they get two free pizzas a week if they go 
and do an appearance at Bubba's Pizza. That's the same thing. It's just different levels of it. So um, we're, we're getting pretty tight on time here. You have a question, Lee? Yeah. Uh, I want to – I'm kind of like taking some steps backwards. Yeah, uh, sure. Within time. Because uh, we work slow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we absorb slow. This, this okay. is okay. I was in the army, so I yeah. <laughs> I'm taking some steps back because I'm thinking about you know so many young men and young women who lost their uh plane eligibility because of they took money, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so much has been lost, and they made them look like they were criminals because hey, I took money from Kevin, Kevin, like you know, or whatever yeah. it may be. So, I mean, it's just you know, you talk about the 5-5, five, five, UNLV. Teams like that, guys like that, Larry Johnson. Some of those guys got in trouble because of they were getting money. Well, okay, so so the Supreme Court case and well, this all arose out of the Ninth Circuit, which is California predominantly, Washington and Oregon as well. But the the bottom line is is that um, you uh, under all the uh, NCAA rulings, you can't pay for play you can't be paid for playing you can't pay to go to a college you can't be paid to stay at the college okay and you can't necessarily make money off of off of any endorsement um by alumni or the university um for going to the school or being or staying at the school okay but you, and, and so you can make money off of your own image and likeness, but you can't you can't necessarily promote anything else. You can't promote the university you go to and use their branding for your personal gain. So that particular circumstances, this is all prior to this ruling exactly. in Austin. Exactly. So now so the we're all talking about post or subsequent to yeah. Austin. Mm-hmm. Now you can't you still can't you still can't be paid to go to the school. You can't be paid to stay at the school and you can't be paid for, you know, your performance, but you can endorse things. And and if you want to, you can do a joint agreement with the university to promote the university and do a uh, name, image, and likeness endorsement on your own. Okay. That's okay. As long as the university approves it. And and uh, IU, like we said previously, and the university will get a cut of that. Yeah, that, that that's the thing. That's your well, presumably. That, that's the point. Is, <laughs> no, 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 no. That is the thing. Yeah. They want their cut, and they don't want you to make money independent of them Without or them. infringe on their copyright. So that's the whole thing. So, and there's other things like IU doesn't allow you to do. There's restricted categories. No gambling. You can't endorse gambling. You can't endorse alcohol. You can't endorse tobacco adult entertainment you can those substances uh, substances of uh, banned by the ncaa i guess that's illegal plus steroids etc or or services that are illegal so you know that's that what iu has put out which is pretty much going to be the standard across the board once again 20 states have interim laws indiana doesn't but i'm telling you indiana university is probably setting the standard for the for indiana and I just want to say something real quick, just to piggyback off Kevin's point. Are you which, sure? Which is this? This will be a quick point. I know. I people. Yeah, I, just, yeah just I'm, I'm guilty of it. Long story short, but anyway, <laughs> I just want to say this is like, look, I mean, you know, it's it's always been institutions, NCAA versus individual small players, you know, 
And that, and that's kind of how it still is to some extent. So getting representation from sports agents in, the, in Indiana, you actually have to be registered to be a agent for amateur sports. You have to be licensed. Even if you're an attorney. You Even if you're attorney, to be still got to do separate it. certification. Yep. Those agents cannot give you legal advice. So really what your best. Except if they're an attorney. Except if they're an attorney. So your best, uh, your, your best bet is to definitely get an attorney and a sports agent or an attorney who is a sports agent. Especially people like us who know the law. So right. you might want to. Well, we've, uh, we've come to the end of our podcast, believe it or not. We need uh, more time, don't we? John? I know. We need well, to we make part two. Part two. But anyways, the point is, if somebody is interested uh, in getting a hold of you guys at Podlosky Law Firm, how would they do? What's the best way for them to put do your, that? To put you? your brand all the way out. Hey, thanks. Thanks for that. We really appreciate it. So you can contact us at uh, 260-782-1712, 260-782-1712, or you can contact us at our email address, info at P-O-D-L-A-S-K-I legal, L-E-G-A-L dot com. And uh, we will get back to you within 24 hours or less. Nice. Fellas, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Uh, we're coming to you live from Rudy's Cigar Bar, downtown Fort Wayne, Indiana, on Breckenridge. Uh, we're uh, we're talking with uh, Kevin Podlosky, Kevin Podlosky, and Nick Podlosky of Podlosky Law Firm, and we were talking about NIL. If you have questions, uh, you can reach them directly. You can also uh, hit us at sticksandsports at gmail.com, also at sticks and sports on instagram thank you fellas very much and what's our closing statement there ele baby everybody love everybody all right, all right.